What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. My name is Ethan, and as always, I am joined by Honest Nick. What's up, dude? Oh, what's up, man? Oh, what's up, Question. dude? I know, I, know, I know you keep calling me that in the intro. When did that start? Why did it start, Honest Nick? Did, did I say something that I said I don't lie or something like that? Yeah, it might have been... Uh, I don't think it was your birthday episode, but no, I, it was before my birthday. before my feel, birthday episode, I, I feel think. like drinks might have been had. I don't remember why you you said something maybe about how was, you never tell you've never told a lie before or something like that. Yeah, maybe it was uh one of your white Zinfandel nights. Maybe, but no, it wasn't me that said it, it was <laughs> you that said it. You you said that you had a uh... oh, well, yeah, but no, I I've never called myself Honest Nick. I think you came up with that. No, I'm pretty sure you called yourself on his neck. <laughs> oh, all right. We'll need some of our fans to do a deep dive because I don't feel like doing it. Also, as I was doing the entrance, I realized that I did not do my homework, which is, was to make you a Ric Flair-style entrance. Uh, last yep, week I said sure I'd did. Uh, make you a limousine riding, profiling type entrance. But now I'm going to make it. I'm writing it down. On my hand, yeah, I was gonna say write it, write it down because there's no way your memory's gonna work. You're not, you're gonna forget that existed tomorrow. Uh, Nick, mostly because I forgot it existed. Nick, like probably ten minutes after we stopped recording. Entrance. All right, it's on my notebook that I re- that I write down all my Fast and Furious thoughts in. So I'll see it. Woo! There you go. I'm excited. That's all you'll I, need. That's I, all I'll, I'll do. I'll, I'll just yell woo. <laughs> that, that's your entrance. Yeah. What's up, dude? What the heck is up? How's your week? How you been? What's going on in your life? Tell me. I've all been alright. No, um, I mean, not a whole lot's going on. Still, just basically work and sleep. Um, this past weekend was the Super Bowl, or Ugh. some would call it the Super Bore, because it was really fucking boring. And that's our episode, folks. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> we'll see you next week, folks. Folks. Anybody? Anybody? What's uh, the deal with what's the deal with Super Bowls these days? No. Um, it was really boring. I mean, it was a, it's a cool story. I'm I'm not a Tom Brady fan. I'm way more of a Tom Brady hater. Not even like I don't care about him. I, I more hate him <laughs> than anything. Yeah, but it's yeah. kind of cool. A, a cool a cool a cool narrative for him to have more Super Bowls than any other franchise. Like, it's cool it's, that we get to experience that in our lifetime. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty the cool. Thing like it sucks. Like it sucks. It sucks. Like it sucks. It, does. <laughs> it sucks that yeah. Tom Brady won, and it sucks that he keeps winning. But like at the same time, like people live through, you know, people live through Michael Jordan's prime. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. And like people live through well, like, like Vince Lombardi's prime, and like the, all like the we are living through one of the greatest athletes' performance ever. And I we, I wouldn't call him the greatest athlete though. I would call him a great team player, great winner. He's <laughs> and the leader. greatest winners and leader. He's a good leader, but I wouldn't call him an athlete. Or he's an athlete. I wouldn't call him the, one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah, you're you're probably right. I probably misspoke there. But it's we're witnessing one of the greatest person in sports times ever. That's the correct terminology I'm going to use. The okay. the fact that well, he's, it's kind of cool. One te- or been to ten Super Bowls and won seven of them. Like, are you fucking kidding mm-hmm. me, dude? Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? We'll never see someone yeah, make we'll... seven in in our. Uh, I don't think we'll ever no. see someone make seven again. No, unless they team hop and we don't even. And they like kind of like a uh, what's the basketball player that's been um uh, to so many different 
team finals on different teams. I don't know, James Jones maybe. But like Iguodala. we're witnessing LeBron, we're witnessing LeBron James at the same exact time, which is pretty crazy. Granted, he hasn't won as many championships, but he's still always like the top of the top in basketball. So it's kind of cool that we're experiencing two greatest of all times in sports at the same time. And then I mean, we also have like Tiger Woods was he's not as we prominent had, as he we was. Had Tiger yeah. Woods, yeah. But like. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. I, I I'm just imagining like, and Serena Williams, kind of like it's Tom Brady is comparative to like the Yankees of like the 20s through the 50s. Like they like like 70 percent of their 27 championships happened in those 20 yeah. years. So like it's like just imagine what that was like and how pissed off non-Yankee fans would have been. That's how I feel like I would have been. I am right now. Well, that I mean, that's sense? how baseball fans were in the late 90s, too, when the Yankees won, like, five straight World Series. Or, like, you know? Four. It's four in a row. Well, still. <laughs> like, well, it was a three-peat and then one more. But it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be interesting the, the day Tom Brady retires and he's no longer mm-hmm. in the NFL and then Patrick Mahomes takes his spot because Patrick Mahomes exactly. is going to do he's the next. same exact thing. <laughs> He might be the next player. He might actually have a chance to get to seven Super Bowls. He he's already been in two. He's been in the league for what? He's been a starter for three years, four right? Years. Three or four years, yeah. Fucking insane. I don't know, but that's the, that's the Super Bowl talk. Just yeah, because I'm it, I'm, I mean, I'm over it. What, um, what were your th- wait wait wait? Re- stick to the Super Bowl one second. What were your thoughts on the halftime show? Because it seems like the opinions are very polarized. They're very mixed, you either yeah. hated it. Yeah, you either hated it or you like like I, liked it a lot. The thing there's is, no in between. I, there's no. The thing is, I'm in between. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't my favorite ever. <laughs> you know, like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed right. the weekend's music, and I thought the choreography in the hallway, mm-hmm. while it was strange and it produced some of the greatest memes I've seen in the past like six months. Uh, mm-hmm. the 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 part where they're like all going crazy and then they all stop and sync and then like start dancing and sync. I was like, that was fucking cool. And then like. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they went on the field and they were like all like marching in time and stuff. I like went to um to blinding lights. I was like that. This is cool. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best. It was just. I think it was a. I think it was a better halftime show than some of the ones I, that we've gotten in the in the past couple of years. But I, I I actually very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm I did too. Like the, really liked it. Um, I don't I don't understand why people didn't like it. Like I, 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 it was definitely weird, but the weekend's been weird lately. Yeah. Like, like his whole face wrap thing for the past couple months. Like we should have expected it, and that's what he came out and did. Like so, and I, it was I, a I don't great know. way to I, have I everybody really, masked really up. <laughs> exactly, safety first. Um, no, I, I enjoy the weekend's music, and I, I enjoy him as a person, and I think. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough to follow the heels of Shakira and uh, J Lo because that was just that that's was probably, top tier. That was one of the best halftime shows still, ever. Still probably still probably my favorite halftime show of all time. I mean, and you also obviously can't top uh, Prince, right? And you can't top you know others. <laughs> I really Prince, don't remember a lot of Prince. halftime shows. I remember Prince because there was uh, controversy around it, and I remember obviously Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. because there was controversy around it. Yeah. Um, and then they went, and then after all the controversy, they went straight up old people. They went Paul McCartney, Bruce Springsteen, The Who, um, Tom Petty. Yeah. So they went like straight up. Like we know there's no not going to be any wardrobe malfunctions or controversy with these old guys. Um, um, I remember Bruce Springsteen's was pretty good. Same with Paul McCartney's. 
But, but I, I think at yeah, that Shakira, point, Shakira and J Lo are my favorite. That point in my life when like Paul McCartney and and Bruce Springsteen did the halftime show, I wasn't really, I didn't really care about the halftime show. I just wanted to watch the Super Bowl. You know, I just wanted to watch the football and mainly the commercials when I was a kid. So yeah. Um, speaking of which, the commercials this year were pretty bad. There was only like two or three that are. The Michael B. Jordan memorable. Alexa commercial was fantastic. Um, yep. The flash. I, like, I did like the. Ashton, Ashton. I didn't like that one. Really, I enjoyed. I, that it. was kind of weird. I like the Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, um, Shaggy. Commercial? The one where they're eating. Yeah, with they're the Shaggy, Doritos. where they're Cheetos. Oh, was it? Oh, Doritos or Cheetos? I don't remember. It was one. Of, it was. I, a, it was I thought a it Cheetos. was Cheetos. No, it was Cheetos because she was wiping her hands on the on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Doritos the fact commercial that Shaggy was, just showed uh, up. Matthew McConaughey. Also, speaking of which, uh, 3D Doritos are back, and we need to yep. uh, we need to get some on Bro Stocking soon. It needs to be a thing I that happens. So. Um, but yeah, the commercials were kind of lame. The Super Bowl was lame. The halftime show was probably the best part of the Super Bowl. <laughs> like the game was just fucking boring. Like there was just nothing good about it. Was. It, um, it was the refs sucked. But enough about enough about the NFL, Nick. Last year, mm-hmm. last year after the Super Bowl ended, it was time for the, the XFL to shine. And unfortunately, that year was cut short because of COVID reasons. This year, mm-hmm. however, this year, it is time for the FCFL to take over. The fan-controlled football league starts this weekend. Uh, I was telling you a little bit about it when we were watching the Super Bowl. And for people who are uninitiated, the fan-controlled football league is basically Madden but real life. Uh, it takes place all on Twitch. And there's one franchise. There's four teams, right? So there's uh, one franchise player for all four teams. Then that franchise player stays on the team the entire season, but every other t- every other player gets redrafted every week. Um, so, and then you uh, you go on Twitch and you vote for what player you want your team to draft that week, and then you on Saturdays when they play, you vote for which play you want them to run. So people are just gonna be calling hail marys all day every day, and it's gonna be Absolutely. fucking amazing. <laughs> Well, if this were Madden, I'd do halfback stretch every first down to get at uh, least ten yards rushing. So, and they let fans can uh, they let fans vote on the league rules. So uh, the they did college rules for catches. You only have to have one foot in bounds. You don't have to have two. Like they call they they did a bunch of rules for like pass interference and like you get to decide what constitutes that and stuff like that. It was really cool. And uh, it's only it's an arena football league or arena football field. So it's only fifty yards. And That's it's just, cool too. it's just going to be dope. I'm very, very excited. I was excited for the XFL and that didn't work out too well, but only really because of COVID reasons. So I'm very excited for mm-hmm. the FCFL. I don't think it's going to do very well financially. Like, I don't think it's going to make a lot of money. I don't think it's going to be very popular, but I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Are the players getting paid? I think so. I think they are. That's good. That's good. I mean, it, it's run basically it by like Twitch. So like Twitch has enough money to pay those people. So I, yeah, I would think so. And like, hopefully they they can use it as like a stepping stone, like they were using the XFL, like to get to the NFL. You know, be dope. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Are you gonna um, watch all the games and vote for plays? And stuff? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tune in on Saturday. I'm excited. Uh, the first ever draft is actually tonight, Wednesday. Um, I might tune into that, but I don't really care about that. I want to just watch the game. Uh, the games are only an hour Man, long because you don't know any of the, you don't know any of the players. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so game, you don't really care about the draft yet. Games are only an hour long. There's only four teams, so there's only two games per Saturday. I think mm-hmm. there's like four to six weeks of games and then playoffs. So it's gonna be a short season, yeah, but okay. it's it's gonna be fun. I, I hope it's gonna be fun. It might also be really bad, but you never know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll I see. mean, what was it? The AFL? No, the AAF. The AAFL? The AAF, the All American Football League. Yeah. 
yeah, from two from two uh, two years ago. That had no hype. Did really well for like three weeks and then went bankrupt and then folded. So and then they, I think, they canceled the season. Yep. Yeah, um, I think I think it will be able to do better than that. Also, the uh, the FCF the owners are all celebrities. So like, um, let me see if I can find a list. I know uh, I'm really only paying attention to this. Only really only know about it because kind of funny owns a team. Um, ah, uh, gotcha. Hold on, Broncos chewing on a bone very, very loudly. Uh, I actually heard it. Uh, okay, so the FCFL is own. There are teams owned by um, <laughs> Quavo and Richard Sherman own a team. Uh, Trevor May, who is a pitcher for the New York Mets, and uh, mm-hmm. and Ronnie Singh, who is Ronnie Two K own a team i'm not rooting for them yeah because fuck ronnie 2k uh kind of funny greg miller the uh ceo kind of funny and austin eckler on a team together that's awesome and uh marshawn lynch uh rusev or miro from wwe and AEW on a team together so it's just like it's so weird i found the team i'm for the rusev's team rusev and uh, beast mode yeah they're called the beasts that makes sense. Uh, it, it just, I hope it's going to be fun. It, sh- it should be a fun time. It does sound pretty fun. Nick, uh, Before uh, or besides the Super Bowl, besides the Super Bowl, um, what else did you watch this week? I'm um, trying to think. Let's see. I watched Detective Pikachu yesterday for the first time ever. And Such let me tell movie. you, dude. Let me tell you. I feel like... My love for Pokemon is comparable to your love for Godzilla. Like it, it just hit me so hard, and the hmm. nostalgia, and and the nostalgic balls that like nostalgic I just balls. wanted <laughs> that I just wanted to pick up my Game Boy, put in Pokemon Red, and just redo it all. Good like, old nostalgia I, balls, Nick. That's what I'm calling. <laughs> yep, I, I had all the I had all the books. I had a Pokedex. I had so many Pokemon cards. I wish I knew where those were. Um. And just playing all the games, it just makes me like really, really nostalgic. That movie, just it was, I thought it was perfect. I, I, it's I really, really good. It's it. it's but really, but that's only because like it brought the little kid out in me. It's a very good, albeit predictable movie. <laughs> very predictable. I knew, I knew as soon as they, I won't ruin it for people that haven't seen it and care about it. But as soon as he started talking as soon as I'm you like, get to wonder, like as soon as you get to the main plot of the movie you know what happens <laughs> like it's very yeah, obvious. i'm just like i'm like oh that's why this is happening yeah <laughs> yeah I know. Uh, and uh, i won't talk about it on the pod we can talk about it afterwards but i very much enjoyed it also they kind of uh the thing with like movie trailers this these days they they ruined the big pokemon reveal at, in the trailer yeah they did which they should have done that but mm-hmm. But I, I really, really, really. But there is the there is a Ho sighting. Yes. Shout out to which I thought was awesome. Episode one of the Pokemon anime. Yep. That was another show that I saw every single episode for and would watch religiously. Uh, at seven a.m. on weekdays. Yep. The Johto League. One, Who's that Pokemon? Or the Kanto League, sorry. The Indigo League. Yeah, Kanto. Yeah. Johto was season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that I know you watched, but we don't really talk about it that much on this show. Um, I don't really know why we just never bring it up, but WandaVision. 
WandaVision. Yep. Can't exp- can't so good, dude. Can't stress how good that show is. Can't stress enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I very much look forward to every Friday due yeah, to WandaVision. There's no Friday way to talk about the it. Best day of the week. There's no way to talk no. about it without spoiling things. So like, if you guys know us and you want to hit us up to talk about WandaVision, do that because I don't I don't feel comfortable enough talking about it <laughs> on this show because no. I don't want to ruin we, anything for anybody who hasn't watched it. Yeah. Yet. Once we start talking about it, we will just vomit spoilers, we'll spoil everything, <laughs> literally everything, and then give you all the theories that probably won't come true, but it'll make you really hyped. But you will be spoiled. So yeah. we won't yeah. talk about it. We'll just keep expressing on a weekly basis how awesome it is and how you should watch it. Yep, 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 yep. Only if you're an MCU fan, though, because I think if you're not a big MCU fan, you won't enjoy it. Yeah, it won't I be that enjoyable. Who it was? I think it might have been on Twitch that someone was like, "If I haven't seen any of the MCU, will I enjoy this?" And I said, "No." You really won't. <laughs> you, you <laughs> Absolutely will not. not. Yeah, this will not be an enjoyable time for you. You will just everything will just go right over your head. <laughs> like it'll be Big fun time. to. I guess it'd be fun to watch, but also you'd be very. I very don't think it would be. I think it would be really boring. Yeah, you're probably right because like all the cool shit is like happening, and you're like, "Oh, this is awesome!" But if you're just watching it, it's just like, this yeah, is just, this is just a TV show, like. Yeah, it's not like the Mandalorian where if you don't like Star Wars, you won't like the show. Like Mandalorian no, yeah, is exactly. awesome on its own. Yeah, all oh, well, season and, like, two all was the Easter more, eggs uh, and stuff. Season two was more if you if you didn't know Star Wars, it didn't make a lot of sense. But no, I think the introduction to like Ahsoka would was still done really well for that. People that didn't watch Clone Wars would still kind of feel her impact. So I think that was done well enough. But yeah, not Wandavision. It's, no way. Nope. 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 Uh, but enough about that, Nick. I'm gonna need you to uh, to put one minute on the clock. Oh, is it time? It's time. Here we go. I'm, I'm doing the intro. Hold on. Bros Talking presents The Fast Minute. The Fast and Furious, or actually it's called Fast Five. The first thing I said in this movie was, holy fuck, it's Purd Happily, because the actor who plays Purd Happily is in this movie in the very, very beginning. Uh, this movie introduces... Quite possibly one of the worst, but also best characters in Hobbs and Dwayne and Dwayne Johnson's Hobbs because Dwayne Johnson fucking commits. The one thing I will say about Dwayne Johnson, he might not be the world's best actor, but he fucking commits to everything he fucking does, and he sells it, and he sells it fucking well in this movie. Um, there, you know, people talk about the MCU, right? They talk about how it was a ten-year plan and everything worked out the way it was, and everything builds to another. But we aren't we aren't talking enough about the FCU, the Fast Cinematic Universe, bro. The fucking team-up scene where they're talking about who is gonna be doing what, and they're showing all the characters from past movies. Holy fuck, it got me so goddamn hyped. I unironically adore this movie. Like, I I like the the first four because like they're kind of dumb, but like this one is just a genuinely good movie, and. Honestly, I think it's worth sitting through the first four to get to this point. I, damn it, that's time. Like, dude, literally, this movie is fucking good. There is a there is a scene where Toretto and Hobbs are yelling at each other, and I just want them to fucking slap meat, dude. I want them. I want big, big, sweaty men to slap each other. You know what I mean? And it, you they, should they, never, never say slap meat. They they build ever. up to it. And dude, I wrote down, let Toretto and Hobbs slap meat. <laughs> I just want them to fucking oh collide, dude. Uh, and then it happens. 
the payoff happens and fucking Toretto and The Rock, Vin Diesel and The Rock just fucking beat the shit out of each other. And it is such yeah, a good scene, dude. It's such a good fight scene. The Rock is just German suplex and fucking Vin yeah, Diesel is, everywhere. Isn't there a rock bottom? I, I don't rock necessarily. There, yeah, right? I don't know if there is in this one. I didn't see it, but I was just too excited. But dude, no joke. Fucking, when we get Tej, we get Roman, we get Han, we get Giselle, and we get the fucking two guys from Fast Four who didn't mean shit because they were in the movie for th- three minutes, like Tego and Rico. Like those guys don't mean. Like I, I don't. I could have done without them. But getting all of them being like. We need someone to do. We need someone to work uh, the circuits, and then they show Tej getting out of like a, a getting off the airplane. I'm like, fuck yeah! And then like, we need someone who could fit in wherever he goes, and it's Han. I'm like, oh my fucking god, dude! It's worth it. It's worth sitting through the fucking terrible four movies before this just to get to this point. It is so goddamn worth it. Uh, the only thing that confuses me about this movie, and apparently I, I did not know this beforehand, but this movie takes place. All these movies take place before Tokyo Drift. So it goes fast one, fast two, fast four, fast five, fast six, Tokyo Drift, fast seven, fast eight. In in Canada, like in the timeline, which is like the reason why Han is still around. And and in fast four, uh, Dom and Han's in the very beginning, and Dom's like, "What are you gonna do next?" And Han's like, "I hear they're doing some cool stuff in Tokyo." So like leading you to believe that this happens before Tokyo Drift. And then he shows up again, and he says the same exact thing at the end of the movie <laughs> to, uh, to Gal Gadot's <laughs> character. She's like, I thought you wanted to go to Tokyo. And he's like, we'll get there eventually. It's like, what? <laughs> what? What's happening here? Um, but, dude, it's so... like, And this movie turned Roman into one of the worst... Char- from one of the worst characters in the franchise to one of my favorite characters in this movie. Roman Pierce is so funny in this movie. And he was awful in Too Fast, Too Furious. And it also made Paul Walker lovable. Like I'm, I watched this movie and was very, very sad. Like I was like, "Fuck, dude, Paul Walker's really good in this movie," and it's a bummer that I only have him for two more movies. But yeah, that's that. Yep. My 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 new awesome. official rankings: Fast Five, Tokyo Drift, Four, Two, or One, Two. Fast Five. Very nice. I'm very excited for Six and Seven and Eight, but. I'm not, I uh, I do remember very much enjoying Fast Five. It's 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 very good. It's very very good. There's only one part that's unbelievable, and uh, Mia Toretto is uh, pregnant in this movie, and she jumps through a roof while she's pregnant. It's like you wouldn't do that if you knew you were pregnant. Like she knew yeah. she was pregnant the entire time, and she jumps off of a roof with Paul Walker into another roof, and they fall through it, and then she tells him she's pregnant. Like, bro, and I don't. <laughs> Like, oh, that's the only part that I'm like, Ooh, you know, but it's not that, a good idea. No, not a good idea. But not man, fast five. Oh. Mm, it's real good, and I honestly don't know what's going to top kiss. it. I don't know what's going to top French it. Kiss. What'd you say? I said French kiss, and then I'm like, not French kiss, Italian kiss, chef's, chef's kiss. kiss. Nah. Yeah. All right, dude. Yeah. Um, we do have a. Oh uh, wait. Speaking of movies, oh, the first reviews are in for one of the first movies off our 2021 movie draft list. Oh, shit. Judas and the Black Messiah comes out this Friday, February 12th. And the first, uh, we only have, I only have Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic right now. And right now it's at a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, tomatoes and an 84% on Metacritic. 
So it looks like my uh, number two overall pick, I think. Yep, it was my number two overall pick. Is uh, going to bring in some points for me. Oh yeah, good for you. We'll calculate Thanks, those man. points uh, next week. See so, yeah, same. And I'll let like you know how the movie is because I'm going to be watching it this weekend. I'm probably going to watch it this weekend too. So I'll let you know how the movie is. Okay. <laughs> but before we do that, uh, this is Bros talking. And in case you didn't know, we post new episodes every single Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. I should say usually every single Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. If you want to be part of the show, head over to brostalkingpod.com where you can give us your questions, your comments, your concerns, and feedback of any kind. And while you're over at brostalkingpod.com, you can go to the shop where you can get some cool merch like t-shirts, sweatshirts, coffee mugs, and stickers. Nick is wearing a t-shirt right now. Say hi. Say show, show your show your nice t-shirt. Look at that. Look at that t-shirt. Look at that. T- oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Also, if you have no money to spend on merch because, you know, we're in a global pandemic and you have more important things to do, more important things to spend money on, that's okay because you can support us by going to Twitter.com, Instagram.com, and Facebook and following and liking all of those pages and also subscribing to our YouTube page where if you do subscribe to our YouTube page, once we hit 100 subscribers, we will be giving away free merch to one of those subscribers. So, look at that. Best of both worlds. Wow. 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 Dude, I've been obsessed with orange juice lately, and I don't know why. I know. You sent me a Snapchat this morning, and you're like, I need. I was craving orange juice. I was like, okay, cool. Like, yep. fucking, fucking dope. Yeah. I usually, I, usually, <laughs> I usually drink a mocha frappe from McDonald's on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's like my version of coffee and my caffeine. I know it's not good for me, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> wow. I ordered it. I ordered it, and the lady in the drive-thru um, microphone said, would you like anything else? And I said, a large orange juice, please. <laughs> I don't know why I said it, but let me tell you, that shit hit the spot this there morning. There you go. There you go. So I thought about an orange juice all day, and then I stopped at the convenience store on my way home and got two of these bottles. <laughs> uh, let me ask you a so, very serious question. Pulp or no pulp? No pulp. No pulp. No pulp. Who wants to no drink pulp. texture? You know what I mean? Do you think the pulp is like has like benefits? Probably like Maybe. more calcium. Uh, like it has more calcium in it or something. You know what? Let me get let me look real quick because I don't think there is benefits. I don't enjoy the texture of the pulp though. Drinking pulp. No, no. Who does enjoy the texture? Uh, though you may prefer the smoother texture of no pulp OJ, the pulp is part that contains fiber, and fiber is crucial for ah. maintaining digestive health and lowering your risk of diabetes, heart disease, and some cancer. But, Shit, like, is it worth it? <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to drink texture. Like, maybe, maybe I'll try it. I haven't had pulp in a long time because I, every time I get a carton of OJ, I always make sure I get the no pulp. Yeah. I mean, no pulp is just the way to go. But that's... Maybe I'll do a uh, another survey on Instagram with a picture of my orange juice and just say pulp, no pulp. <laughs> there, there you go. Compile the data. You know what I mean? <laughs> there we go. Because I'm sure you're, the data that comes from your Instagram will be more substantial than the data the, that doctors get from study years of studies you know i would think so because doctors don't ask real people my instagram followers are real people (laughs) (laughs) all right nick do you want to introduce our uh totd absolutely so i've had this on the docket for a couple weeks now but figured why not just do it today i recently watched a steven spielberg movie i won't say which one but i figured we could talk about our favorite steven spielberg movies he has a lot out there and this is actually our second time um, ranking a director. 
we did Quentin Tarantino last summer, and uh, this uh, time we're doing Steven Spielberg. Nick, if people wanted to find that Quentin Tarantino episode, where would they go? Oh, well, they would go to brostalkingpod.com, go to podcasts, and look at our past episodes, and it's called Bros Talking Quentin Tarantino. Ayo. Or just search Bros Talking Quentin Ayo. Tarantino on your uh, favorite podcast services. Correct. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, so I figured we could rank our uh, five favorite Steven Spielberg yes. movies. These are favorite movies, not movies that we think are objectively better than others. And also, we are including movies that he executive produced. So as long as he mm-hmm. had a credit, we are counting it. Yeah, or if he wrote it and didn't or decided not to direct it or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, we still want to include him because his his input is very important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want me to go first? You want to go first? Since you, yeah, actually, since you introduced this topic, how about uh, how about you go first? All right, I'll go first. My number five because we're doing five favorite movies yep. and we're reverse order. So we, I'm sure we're gonna share one or two in the top three. I think. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But my number five is E.T., The Extraterrestrial. Um, as a kid, I loved this movie growing up. I don't know why I loved, I liked it as much, because looking back, it's kind of creepy. It's not really a kid's movie, per se, I, but I still yeah. think... I didn't I, enjoy I still think that much. I, I really did, and I don't... Like I said, I don't know why I did, but... It's it's up there for movies that I think of. The music is fantastic. The storyline itself is really, really unique. Um I don't know. I, I really don't know what else to say about E.T. other than like it had a massive impact on film. Like there's there's another alien movie that I'll mention later on that he did, but I think it changed the way alien movies were made. Or it started. I don't. I don't even know what what year did it come out? Eighty eight. Et came out in eighty two. Eighty two. So yeah. it was still pretty early. Yeah, it was still pretty early for um, alien movies. So I. I don't know. I. I very much enjoyed it. It's. It's a. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I never got in on the Et train. I think I was too. Born too late for that. <clears throat> where like. I, yeah, I think by the time you were like old enough to like enjoy movies on your own without like for uh, people forcing you to watch movies and tell you what's good i think yeah. i had already stopped watching et like, yeah by that by that time i was watching like small soldiers and i was like this is yeah this is the pinnacle of, <laughs> this is the pinnacle of cinema nothing will ever top this yep. no this is the best movie i've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life uh my number five my number five and it might surprise you that it's on it's 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 weird dude because fucking Spielberg like rarely misses. He rarely misses. Mm-hmm. Um so like any one of these movies could be a number 1 on any other list, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, right. Right. My this is five, just objectively for us. Yeah, my number 5 is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay. Uh objectively the best Indiana Jones movie. I think I think it's better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think it's better than uh a Temple of Doom. I'm not. A, I've only seen. I think Temple of Doom once in my entire life, and I don't really mm-hmm. ever need to watch it again. But Last Crusade is. Yeah, it's a, just so different. Last Crusade is a movie that I can just watch on its own. Like I don't need to watch the other two to watch the third one. It, it's got Sean Connery, and Sean Connery's fucking great in that movie. Uh, Harrison mm-hmm. Ford is 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 good. Like it, I think it's got the most. The I feel like it's got the best storyline in. It's the Indiana Jones movies. It's got a great, it's got a great storyline, but it also has, out of all three, I think it has the best comedic relief. Yes, it's so, it's so like, 
it's really funny, but not an in-your-face kind of funny. It's, like you have to be. It's a smart kind of funny. Modern day Marvel and Star Wars funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's got the same kind of uh, comedic chops as as the modern day Star Wars and even some of the MCU movies do. Sure. I <laughs> I don't know if I would agree a hundred percent on that, but I, I I definitely think it's like I said, it's a smart kind of funny where it's not in your face. Yeah. Maybe maybe the modern day Star Wars, yeah, were not the greatest example no. because they are pretty in your face. But no, uh, any engine of the Last Crusade is my number five, and I, I honestly need to watch that movie again. Absolutely, it's been a hot minute. All right, all right, number four, Duel. Duel. Yeah, do you remember Duel? No. It was. I think. It, hold on. Let me look up the year that came out because I think it's his first ever movie. It's a movie where a guy pisses off a truck driver, and the oh, truck driver shocks the shit out of him. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Dude, it's it's an awesome movie. It came out in 1971, so it is his first movie. Wow. Um, And it did scare me, too, when I saw it for the first time. But then I watched it again. I'm like, this is awesome. It's so cool. It's I won't spoil it too much because... If you haven't seen it, which I'm sure not a lot of people have because it's from 1971, it's not really on TV that often or anything. But if you, sorry, my cat's doing stuff. If if you watch it now, it's it it holds up. It does hold up. Hmm. It's 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 pretty awesome. It's it's yeah, intense. That movie always scared me. And, and like, I wasn't even driving at the time I saw that movie. I was still pretty young. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was in like middle school when I saw the movie, maybe even elementary school. But like every time I was in the car and there would be a truck behind us, I'd be like, oh my god, is that guy stalking us right now? Like, yep. is that, is, I, I still, I still think that like at, at night where there's like a truck right behind me, I'm just like, yo, this guy's after me right now. What did I do? Did I cut him off? Like what happened? And the fact that like you never see <laughs> yeah. the driver in that movie is like not another once. thing. That is like damn. It's that, a. Uh, it's good. It. It's. That movie is a foreshadow for one of his next movies. Is it going to be on your list, or you want to talk about it? Oh I, no, it's absolutely on my list. Okay, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, I think we'll get to it in a second for me, at least. Uh, but yeah, my number four is a movie that he didn't direct; he was the executive producer on. So basically, all he did was fund this movie to make it happen. But I, my number four is Gremlins. Okay. Goddamn, what a good movie. What a good movie. And, you know, people like to talk about their baby Groots and their baby Yodas, but they don't give Gizmo enough credit, dude. Gizmo's Gizmo fucking adorable. Was the o- he was the OG cute character. Yes. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Fucking A, dude. Giz- Gizmo was made to sell toys, and I'm sure he did just that in the 90s when oh, yeah. the movie came out. I mean, shit. He, there were still Giz- uh, Gizmo toys when I was, like, a teenager, yeah. which... Was well after the movie came out. I still I know so many dogs named Gizmo. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, Gizmo will be forever be a a, a household name because of yeah. the Gremlins. Um, but that movie's fantastic. It's just it's just a fun movie. It's just a fun movie. We don't need to talk about two or three because reasons. But the first Gremlins movie is just two. Two isn't too bad. Yeah, but Gremlins one is fantastic. <laughs> but Gremlins one is just—it's classic. It's a classic movie. It's a classic Christmas movie, if you ask me. Did it make our Christmas list when we talked about Christmas movies? It might have. It might have made mine. I feel like it did. I feel like it might have. I feel like you probably said the same thing about like Baby check. Yoda and, and Baby Groot. 
Maybe. I'll check the list later. All right. My number three. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think this is probably peak action movie. Like, I would agree with you 100% that Last Crusade is fantastic, and I love it. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not shunning it out by not putting it in my top five. It definitely is an honorable mention for me. But I think Raiders of the Lost Ark is just so groundbreaking that it needs to be on my list because of how good it is. It's just so fucking good. Like, I, I, I can't express enough how fantastic of a movie Raiders of the Lost Ark is. And you, if if you hadn't seen it in a while, you should rewatch it. You said, especially Raiders, since they're making it. What you said, Raiders of the Lost Ark is peak action movie. Bro, I have think you so. seen Transformers? <laughs> well, that's Michael Bay. Michael Bay is on a whole <laughs> mountain above action. He is action, but no, um. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen it in a while, go rewatch Raiders I, of the Lost. Ark. I would say that Raiders is probably peak Harrison Ford. That too. Like he's probably better in, in Raiders than he is in in any of the other indie movies, and he's better in Raiders mm-hmm. than he is in any of the Star Wars movies, except for maybe a New Hope. Uh, New Hope, I think that's where he because New Hope he's trying very hard yeah. because I think by, by Empire he already did Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Two of the four Indiana Jones movies, man. They're they're so good. They're so good. Uh, My number three, and it might surprise you that it's this low on my list, but it doesn't resonate with me as much as it resonates with a lot of other people. Uh, And I think this might have been... I already know what it is. I think this might have been the movie that you were talking about when uh, you talked about Duel. Uh, My number three is Jaws. All right, so before... I start. We start talking about it. Jaws is my number two. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. So we can both talk about it together. Yeah, dude. Uh, it doesn't like dad. Mom and dad always talked about how scary Jaws was, and like I guess it's. I get it was probably scarier when it first released, and like I get even me, like who is a huge thalassophobe and does not like being in open water and does not like the idea of open water or being in some kind of water where there's creatures with me. Jaws doesn't really scare me. And I don't really understand why, but it's a fucking good movie. <laughs> like it's real yeah, good. It's, it's a it's a really good movie. It's my number two favorite Steven Spielberg movie. Um, I think the suspense is what makes it scary. The suspense along with the music. So I compared it to Duel just because you don't see the shark that often, and it's a shark movie. Yeah, it was not intentional though. <laughs> They intended to show Jaws a lot more, but the animatronic was terrible, and they couldn't. Oh they, yeah, the, the shark get it. The, the the shark robot was terrible, but I actually think it made for a better movie. Yeah. Than you oh no, that's that that's one hundred percent the case, and I think Jaws then influences a lot of other monster movies where you just don't see the monster that often. Like, it, mm-hmm. and there's definitely influences in the 2014 Godzilla movie where you don't see Godzilla that often. There's a lot of influences in Cloverfield where you don't see Clover that often. Like, all those are kind of like tell don't show when it comes to like monster movies. and right. jaws is like the perfect example of that there's something in the water it's fucking terrifying it's a huge ass shark you don't really need to see it but when you do see it it makes an impact just, just seeing the fin is scary yeah like you just see the fin going around in the little bay in cape cod it's like oh shit martha's vineyard's gonna get eaten alive no it's it's so good um the acting's really good quentin's probably one of the greatest characters of <laughs> of movie cinema just because how crazy he is the nails on the chalkboard scene is iconic mm-hmm. um 
And so is the so smiley many, son yeah. of a bitch line. So many quotable lines. We're going to need a bigger yep. boat. Mm-hmm. Like, so many Smile, you son of a bitch. Yeah. God damn. It, <laughs> so it, good. It's real good. Real, real good movie. Real good mm-hmm. movie. And, like, I, I said it before, but the music makes that like makes the suspense that much bigger. Da-na. John Williams, Da-na. right? Yeah, I believe so. You put, yeah. Uh, yes, it Yes, it has to be John Williams. It has to. It can't be anybody else. You put you put John Williams and Steven Spielberg together, and there's going to be some magic. Oh yeah, you may uh, see that later on. Jaws music was John Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his like, birthday was the other day. Yeah, shout out to John Williams. We should we should eventually do a, a, a John Williams ranking of greatest music. Absolutely, that'd, that'd be tough. Um, but no, dude, I, I already is, know what my number one would be. Would it be Star Wars? No. Hmm. Would it be another a different Spielberg movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, dude, Jaws, top notch, top notch monster movie. Even though it's not really a monster, it's just a shark movie, but it's real good, a real good movie. Yep, love it. Two thumbs up from uh from this guy over here. Two fins up for me. Ooh, look at that. All right. Uh, so that was your number two, so I get to go do my number two, right? Correct. My number two is, I think, one of the most underrated movies of all time. My number two is a 2001 movie directed by Steven Spielberg. A little, little movie called Minority Report. Awesome. Okay. That's actually on my honorable mentions. Dude. But nice that it made me your number two. Fuck, That's crazy. Dude, I adore that movie. Like, I can't stress enough how good that movie is. How how much, like, that movie makes you fucking think. Like, like this was Nolan before Nolan. You know what I mean? This was, this was Inception before Inception. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like you can see the influences it, on, on Inception. Yeah, I was through, just going to say. Through it, through it, Minority it, it, it influenced Nolan. It had to have. Like, Tom Cruise is fucking great in that movie. And, like, another movie where, like, it's another instance uh, I feel like Tom Cruise doesn't get enough credit for how good of an actor he is because, like, you kind of forget that that's Tom Cruise. <laughs> and he's just so goddamn yep. good. It's What year did that come out? 2001. Oh, yeah. I uh, did say that. It is, like, peak sci-fi. Like, it's a very, very 2002. Good... Oh, damn. Sorry. It's a very, very good science fiction movie. Very good science fiction movie. And it's very streaming. I don't know. It's 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 very prime. Is it? Oh, I know Mm -hmm. what I'm watching this weekend. Um (laughs) it's very hard to explain unless you watch Minority Report. Like you can't really explain the plot between like the people floating in the water and like the pre-crimes and, and all that. It's just like, God damn, like, it's just so good. So, so good. And it makes you think. And that's like, that's one of my favorite things about movies is like, they make you, when they make you think and they make you like, and there's not a really like certain point of view. Like it's exactly why I love inception that like you can interpret the ending. However you want, you can interpret this, you can interpret minority report report any way you want. It's, it's real good. Real good. Cool. So that means we share a number one. Because there's no yeah. way you have a different movie at number one than I yeah, do. Yeah, but we should do our honorable mentions first. All right. I'll do my honorable mentions. So my honorable mentions are the previously spoken of Minority Report, 
Saving Private Ryan, War of the Worlds, another Tom Cruise. I, I have War of the Worlds on my I, honorable mentions just because of the scene in Kukasaki. Yeah, Athens, actually, not Kukasaki. <clears throat> oh, right. Sorry. Um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which is his first alien movie, and then he did E.T. And I have uh, Indy, uh, um, The Last Crusade, and I have Temple of Doom. Just because Temple of Doom was just so different. It was it had such a darker vibe to it. Like the Kali Ma with the guy ripping his heart out of the chest. That's so weird, but still pretty cool. So uh, those are my honorable mentions. I have two dishonorable mentions. One being Indiana Jones and the <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Because what the fuck was that? And the second one being AI. I hated that movie. That movie creeped Absolutely. me out. Absolutely hated it and i've only seen it once because i hated it so much that is a ai is not that's not the will smith movie right no that's the the movie with the kid that's like a robot but like nobody knows he's a robot the only scene i remember from that movie is where he's like in the at the bottom of the pool and he's like almost drowning or something or he saves someone from it is it's Haley joe osmond yes I, i couldn't remember but um but yeah and it's just so weird because he's a robot, but he wants to be a real person. And it's, ugh, ugh. I, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, my honorable mentions are as followed uh, Men in Black, which he produced, uh, Bridge of Spies, which he directed. It's a more recent movie. It's very, very good. Tom Hanks and uh, mm. Mark Rylance, who just joined the crew, uh, the cast of uh, Don't Look Up on Netflix. <clears throat> oh, really? Yep. Which, if they're still casting for that movie, movie. (laughs) I don't know. It's going to get delayed. Yeah, I don't think that movie's coming out. Uh, uh, Ready Player One, because I talked about it a couple weeks ago and how it's just a a nerd fantasy. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I didn't put Ready Player One on my honorable mentions because I knew you would. Hmm. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and uh, The Mask of Zorro, which he also produced. Oh. Wow, right? I'm talking about the uh, and then dishonorable right. mentioned was Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because God that movie's so bad. He hides in a so fridge bad. to avoid an an atomic te- like an atomic bomb test, and he survives. Yep. <laughs> what? He flies through the flies through the air, lands, rolls a couple times, and then just opens the door and, and he's rolls fine. out. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. You know? No, like not happening. And then trying to connect to the alien universe. Yep. What? I don't. I'm I'm okay with with them getting the holy grail i'm okay with the face melting i'm not okay with aliens i don't know why like i don't know why they had to bring aliens to the indiana jones universe <laughs> we'll see how next, Indy five next time is. i think in indy five is going to be indiana jones versus predator or indiana jones teaming up with predator to take out aliens indiana jones teams up with han solo whoa oh hey harrison ford harrison fordception all right number one Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. There's no way anything else should, could beat out Jurassic Park for at least from us favorite movies of Steven Spielberg. I yeah. Mean, this, excuse me. This movie not only stands the test of time, but I think it's still one of the best movies of all time. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> it's, so, it's so fucking good. Yeah, it would probably be in my top ten movies of all time. I think so. Um, not only like is it fucking groundbreaking for like the the effects that they did at the time um with you know the dinosaurs mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff but like 
the fucking cast is stellar. <laughs> Sam Neill, oh, yeah. Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his face? What's you know? What's what's uh, Samuel Jackson? Wayne Wayne Knight. That's his name. Hold on to your butts. And, and like a young Samuel L. Jackson who wasn't really in much before that. <laughs> like, and uh, he, he has a very out, small role. 90, yeah, this came out in 93. Um, But again, it just fucking, it influenced so many. And I feel like you can say this about a lot of Steel, Spielberg movies that they just influenced so many movies afterwards because of how like, absolutely like, Roland Emmerich tried to create a Godzilla movie in the vein of Jurassic Park, and he did. And it's not a Godzilla movie; it's a Jurassic Park. It's a Jurassic Park knockoff. Like that's what that movie yeah. is. Like the Jurassic Park influenced the Raptors. Like they're still very prominent because Jurassic World's still coming out, and that mm-hmm. series is still going. And the I Raptors mean, are like the main focus of the whole series. I think the impact it had on society alone, like the 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 adoration for dinosaur like and like learning about archaeology and stuff like that had to skyrocket in yeah. the mid 90s because of that movie like it had like it had to breed so many archaeologists and or, yeah, like kids that just wanted to grow up and yeah go mom we knew hunting. we know the book comes the book came out first like yeah we get it which but the... <laughs> i did i did read the book in high school and it is awesome uh, it is a fantastic book but we're talking about spielberg we're not talking about books you know so Spielberg didn't write the book, <laughs> so get off our backs. Um, but no, no, you're right that like I'm, I'm sure there were kids like me, you know, who just wanted to watch big dinosaurs fight <laughs> and big dinosaurs yeah. eat people, and you know that's that's what we got. I and mean, you know, yeah. it it may have led to Jurassic Park three, and you know that's something that we just have to we have to live with. Hey, we can forget about it. It's we fine. can forget about we... the Lost World. We can forget about Jurassic yeah, Park yeah. three. We don't need to rewatch those movies. We're just we're just watching Jurassic Park one. That's all yeah, we that's, care about. That's all we're talking about. I don't even know. I don't think Spielberg directed three. He did, I don't. He he did do no. He didn't do three. He did two. He did two. I don't think he yeah. did three. I think he might have just produced them. Which three. I didn't hate Lost World. I didn't hate it. I like. The, I uh, love it. The T Rex scene in San Diego was okay. You know, T Rex just run loose. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, there was yeah, a the fighting game. Getting... There was a, there was a PS one fighting oh, game. Out. That was dope. Yep, that was pretty cool. Uh, but, but yeah, the Lost World. We're not talking about that. But I, that's I, not even I on believe my um, you were talking about John Williams' music, and I believe that Jurassic Park was the one you were talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Fucking a. One. The music, like the cinematography, where like they just pan over to the the long necks, the, the, the little foots, you know, and, the, the, and then that. Yep, and then at the end, the helicopter flying over the wall. Oh, so good. Uh, speaking of Littlefoot, Steven Spielberg also produced one of the Land Before Time movies. Which one? I, I think it was, was like it the three. Original? No, I don't think it was the original. I feel like it was like two or three. Um, but dude, so but yeah. good, and you get so many- some of the best Jeff Goldblum that you'll ever. Oh see. man, that that is peak Jeff Goldblum. But I was also gonna say like we talked about quotable lines from Jaws. Jurassic Park has some quotable lines also. The, that's, that's a big a, pile of shit. Big pile of shit. Yeah, that's the first <laughs> one that comes to my mind. That and uh, yeah. <laughs> and I already said it earlier, but Sam El- Sammy Sammy over there saying, uh, "Hold on to your butts." Yep. Oh, I thought you were talking about Sam Neil. Oh no 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 Sam Samuel L. Jackson. Um, and then of course uh, Wayne Knight's character. Nah ah ah, yep. you didn't say the magic word. Nah ah ah, and like, like that's classic. That movie introduced shaving cream to me. 
because he puts the things <laughs> in a Barbasol can. Yep. The dino DNA. Yep. Also, yeah, like you get so many like good, just dinosaur, the fucking chase scene with the, with the, with the T-Rex, like mm-hmm. the, the scene where yeah. the, the kids are under the glass and the T-Rex is trying to get to that. Like, oh my God, yep. that movie is just, there's so many yeah. fucking, I hate using this word, but there's so many epic moments of that movie that just like. If I had to, if I had to pick a favorite scene, I think the kitchen scene would be my favorite. With the, with the two raptors. When the two raptors are hunting the kids and they they use the reflection to confuse the raptor and then yeah. like you realize that they can open doors afterwards like it's so crazy that's Man, probably my favorite scene if only those kids didn't steal those raptor eggs you know mm-hmm. i do like there is one part that sticks out to my mind this is just so dumb right before the kitchen scene where they're going to town on food that jello they're eating looks absolutely delicious whatever oh, the fuck like, they're eating i don't like jello like, because like because like they're shaking and the Jello just going like <laughs> like I want to eat that. <laughs> I'm not a big Jello fan. Um, but no, <laughs> like also like we talked about like cultural impact. You know how many Jeeps I still see rocking Jurassic Park decals on the side of them? There's one that lives in my apartment complex. There's really? a Jeep that has a Jurassic Park decal on it. Like That's fuck, funny. dude, it's fucking dope. A couple get... of the uh, Comic Cons that I got to work had had the Jurassic Park Jeep, and then every time I had to take a picture with it. Uh, you also get one of the most iconic moments in, in cinema history with the, um, what is it, like the Thanks for Coming banner or something like that, dropping onto the T-Rex that yep. is roaring. Oh, my God, dude. Yep. Talk it's about not, like, No, it's uh, something about ruled, they ruled the earth. Oh, ru- they have rulers like of that. the world or something like that. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah. What a good shot. What yeah, a met, good they shot. They do the... They, and he does the T-Rex scream as they're running out the building and he's murdering raptors. Yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's such a good movie. Wait, know, I feel like I could talk about this movie forever. Did you know that, that apparently is the same T-Rex that's in uh, Jurassic World? Really? It's the yeah. same one. So wait, don't they change islands, though? I don't know. Jurassic World wasn't that great. Jurassic World 1 was good. And I feel like that's... I feel like... I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great. I I enjoyed it. I it, I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, it it definitely reinvigorated like the dino love. Did you see the second one? No, not yet. You're not really need to. It's basically the Lost well, World I, Part I, I, Two. Well, and, and I know that, but I want to watch it because I think Dominion's going to be pretty good. Is it though? It's got everybody. It's got everybody coming back. Yeah, but like. Samuel, Laura Dern, and uh, Jeff Goldblum are coming back. Yeah, but like that doesn't necessarily mean it'll be good, you know. It doesn't, but I'm hyped for it. I think there's only two movie, two movie franchises that can like do team up movies real well, and the MCU and the FCU are them. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, one of the funniest things I saw when the name Jurassic Park uh, Dominion came out was it's separated between duh. And minion, and the main dinosaur was a minion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so that's what that's what that, yeah, that's what they're gonna do. They're they're uh, combining franchises. Jurassic World, yeah, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park, Jurassic Park, not Jurassic World, Jurassic but Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, and you know, Fantastic. also Schindler's List too. You know, no, we we're editing that out. <laughs> yeah, no one will get that joke because I edited it out. So. Yeah. I was real surprised when you said Chandler's. I was like, really? <laughs> oh, man. Not going to lie. 
I don't even know if I've ever seen Schindler's List. That's Liam Neeson. But I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me look real quick. Uh, Jurassic Park and Schindler's List came out in the same year. The same fucking That's year. That's crazy. That he directed both of those movies in the same year. He was a busy man in 1992 because they, they both came out in 93. Yes, he was. Okay. I feel like Jurassic Park, he was done with Jurassic Park, then worked on Schindler's List. Just because there was so much CGI post work that needed to be Probably, done for Jurassic yeah. Park. There wasn't much acting, you know? <laughs> like, no. He, it probably took like a couple weeks just to make Jurassic Park. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear my cat, but she's very loud. She's purring no, very, okay. very loudly. It's All right, patches. Well, uh. Oh, hold on, Patches. You gotta get down. I'm sorry. Oh my god. You are cool. say hi to Patches for me. Hi, hi, Nick. Patches. Nick says hi. Hello. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude. That's uh. What are you? What are your guys' favorite Steven Spielberg movies, and why are they Jurassic Park? I mm-hmm. feel like. I and feel why like, is it not AI? <laughs> I feel like. Um, I feel like Mom and Dad's might be Jaws. But they they'll correct me on that after this. this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Last Last Crusade might be up there. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, uh, if you guys want to let us know what your favorite Spielberg movies are, you know, you know what to do. Head over to you know brostalkingpod.com and all that good stuff. Yep. All right, Nick. If uh, sorry, I'm trying to fix everything over here. She's just chilling, and my microphone has like a weird thing where like. Actually, I don't think it's my microphone. I think it's my headset. That like, if you don't position it right in the headset jack, nothing, no audio comes through. So like, I keep yeah, losing right. audio because she's hitting it with her head. That's right. <laughs> All right. So if people wanted to come tell me on social media what their favorite Steven Spielberg movie is, if they want to talk Jurassic Park or Jaws or Raiders of the Lost Ark, not Schindler's List, if they wanted to talk to me about any of these movies, they would go to Twitter and or Instagram. N-I-C-K-A-0-2-3. If you guys want to talk to me about Minority Report and why it's super fucking underrated, you can hit me up at Amazing Asthmatic on Twitter, on Instagram, on twitch.tv slash Amazing Asthmatic. Been taking a little bit of a break from streaming, but hopefully getting back into it next week. So twitch.tv slash Amazing Asthmatic. If you have a Twitch account, please feel free to drop a follow. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can also go to brostalkingpod.com where you can get to our Twitter, our Instagram, and our Facebook and all that good stuff. And our YouTube, like I said before, we're giving away merch once we hit 100 subscribers. Uh, but Nick, until next week. Till next week. Stay safe out there. Watch out for those dinosaurs. <laughs> always words of advice to always live by. Watch out for those dinosaurs. <laughs> Deuces. Later. Later.